Hi. Hello. Welcome to Let's Be Realistic, the podcast. The podcast. This is our second take. Oh, yeah. No, there's always two takes. We're not at good least. at nailing it on the first go-round. We're not good at being as nice as we want to on the first round. Um, yeah, that's that was really the problem here. Um, I'm Nicole, and that's Patrick. I've realized we never introduce ourselves, which isn't great. I mean, most people who are listening know who we are, because we're not famous, but... At some point, people should probably know our names, right? Yeah, sure. So here we are. Um, we are on vacation right now, so... On vacation, on location. Right, so... Podcasting on location. We're, we're going to apologize right now for the sound quality because there are six other people in this beach house with us, so you might hear all kinds of things, and, and I... And two dogs. I can't help you, so... Yeah, two just, dogs. sorry. Just bear with us. Greta and Dobby. The usual dogs? Yeah. On set? Yeah, on Yeah, set. They're, they're in the room with us right now. So you might hear them as well. Um, but we still wanted to put out a podcast, Normal Cadence, every other Sunday. So That's right. here we are recording, and we are kind of going to talk about a lot of different topics today. The vegetable medley of podcasts. <laughs> I go musical medley in my head, but I think vegetable is more funny. So yes. we'll go with that. Um, firstly, we are in Outer Banks, North Carolina, little strip of islands. OBX, NC. East of North Carolina. Yeah. Um, in Nags Head. It is a glorious place. It is. So for those who don't know, um, the Outer Banks is like a tiny strip of island that um, is on the east coast of North Carolina. North Carolina. Uh, it's home to the Wright Brothers. Uh, first, it's where they fir- had the first, yeah, first flight. first flight at mm-hmm. Kitty Hawk. So it's like Nags Head, Kitty Hawk, Kill Devil Hills. Bunch of different cities on Bunch the, of different on little cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally amazing place. Um, Tons of wildlife. Yes dolphins you see dolphins every day it's amazing yes um we love it here if we could move here i think we would do it tomorrow yesterday yeah correct yeah it is probably one of the most beautiful places i've ever been to Mm -hmm. um also southerners are some of the kindest people we don't even know any of them and they're so kind of it makes me feel so bad about like the way i treat people and i don't even think i'm bad about it no but but i think it's a cultural thing like if you're from a big city it's very different from southern towns truly it is yes so in in telling a story about a southerner we're just going to shout out a couple different places like throughout this whole thing um one one of our favorite restaurants, local restaurants. It's definitely a hot spot for locals too. It's called I Got Your Crabs. It's in Kill- Ki- no Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely worth checking out. It's like just eat. Uh, so the story behind it is that uh, a fisherman was tired of getting like hosed on his um, seafood purchases. Seafood prices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he like was like, oh, I'll just open up a restaurant. And it's it is as pragmatic as a fisherman opening a restaurant can possibly be. It's like you eat off of stainless steel countertops with butcher paper. It's brilliant. Yep. There's no reservations. You come and you eat and you leave and it's amazing. And you say, what's fresh right now? And they'll tell you, oh, we just got the blue crab in 40 minutes ago. So that's pretty fresh. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's truly amazing. Um, So we were at I Got Your Crabs and this Southern gentleman who didn't really say anything to us the whole time. He just like right as we were leaving goes... Um, y'all, well, y'all have the weekend off? Yeah, y'all have the weekend off? I was like, uh, yeah, actually, we're here for uh, a couple weeks. And he's like, oh, that'll be fun. You know, like, or what did he glad, say? Glad you get to, like, that'll be nice that you have the weekend off. You get to explore or something like that. And he was so genuine. He meant it. But just, like, he didn't have to say anything to us. But he was just like, hey, I hope you get to enjoy your time here. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I just don't feel like that's a West Coast thing. 
No, West Coast is keep to yourself. Or, don't speak to anyone that you yeah, don't know. Or, well, and I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I prefer not to talk to strangers, but here it's so hard to do that because everyone's so kind and friendly. Which is probably a good segue into seafood in general. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Here it's the best. It's like straight from the source. Try to mm-hmm. get all of the locally sourced restaurants. That's amazing. Yeah, that is a lot of fun. Um, today we went to the aquarium. Yes. I don't, it's in Manio, but I don't know, I don't even know what it's called, but. Uh, Manio is the first, uh, Manio is like a small island just before Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. And it is where they house um, one of the North American River Outer Reserves and. At the aquarium, they work with Network for Endangered Sea Turtles, Nest, and they have a whole rehabilitation center at the aquarium, and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. You go into this huge room with all these isolation tanks. Each tank has a sea turtle in it, and we got to talk to the volunteers who work there, and they told us the stories of the turtles, how they got there, how their recovery's going. You can see the different stages of recovery. There were a bunch of turtles that were, like, rearing to get back into the ocean, and they were telling us that hopefully they'll be released back into the wild within the next few weeks. Yeah, some it that was, still needed some help. It was fascinating. It was so cool. Yeah, there's a funny story about a turtle that had, um, it was injured from a boat strike. And you could see it had a huge chunk of its shell missing, poor yeah. guy. And they said that a few months ago he was ready to go back in the ocean, but he got bit by a blue crab and was so upset that he, he was like, traumatized he was by traumatized. it. He was, it was so sad he yeah. stopped eating and they had to take him, they had to keep him longer, rehab him longer. Poor guy. Oh my gosh. It was, it was amazing, but uh, they're anyway, doing amazing work yeah, there. Yeah, that was one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time. And if yeah. I lived here, I would volunteer there. Oh, that for was sure. so cool. One of the, uh, one of the ladies from the CrossFit gym. CrossFit Outer Banks, holla. Oh, we've both, so we've both been trying to stick to our routines and be pretty disciplined even though we're on vacation. So I've been working out in the mornings and then Patrick's been going to CrossFit either in the early afternoons or evenings. Yeah, CrossFit Outer Banks is like the premier, it's the, it's the main CrossFit gym here. And it, sorry if I'm stepping on any other CrossFit gym's toes in um, Outer, <laughs> Outer Banks, Banks, OBX, but so OBX CrossFit, um, they're just awesome, really cool people. They, um, they're really welcoming for drop-ins. And they, they've got to be because, oh, they get yeah, thousands over the summer. Yeah, and it, I mean, I'm sure it gets a little stressful and, you know, the peak of the season, July hard, 4th weekend. Hard to plan. Yeah, hard to plan for, so just know that going forward. But it's an amazing place. But one of the one of the athletes there works with Nest and is like... Oh, yeah, that's right. You yeah. saw her. That was cool. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah. So we've had a great time so far. Yeah. I love running into running into locals, trying to make friends in case we ever move here. Yeah, we did. We did make some friends. We, we made friends. We met a guy named Mike at I Got Your Crabs. Yeah. And then we went to Fish Heads, which is like a bar and restaurant on the pier, and we ran into him there. And we're like, oh my gosh, I know right. someone here. We're two thousand five hundred miles away from home. Yeah, ran into someone. another um, coach. Another CrossFit person, Another yeah. CrossFit. Well, yeah, one of the coaches there. That mm-hmm. was cool. It was fun. Shout out to Scott. You're a nice guy. But truly, it's so different talking to people here than it is in Phoenix. People are so, like, sincere and kind. It's, I keep saying that, but it's amazing to me. Because I've only lived in Phoenix and Flagstaff my whole life. Which is very, that's a very difficult thing, too. Because if you imagine, like, people invade your, your home, your very small, unique, tight-knit home. And they just... You mean tourists yeah. every year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I but mean, they're still they, they kind. Just, yeah, yeah, and they're still kind, mm-hmm. which is... That's going to be something, if we ever moved here, we would really have to adjust to that. Yeah. I feel like it would be kind of a culture shock. Oh, I'm sure. Because we're used to keeping our heads down and not speaking to people that we don't know. Right. We'd have to branch out. I'm not good at that. 
No. I prefer to sit quietly and watch. Yeah. I think you have to really, like, understand the relationship dynamic and really try as hard as you can as a team to love people. Because I know that that for us, it's easier... um, it's easier to have a bad day when only one of us is having a bad day. And it kind of helps the other person to like carry the burden. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to be nice today because I know that Nicole's having a bad day mm-hmm. or I'm having a bad day, but like yeah. it would be extremely difficult. Oh yeah. No, I agree with that. Do you want to talk about some other difficult situations? Sure. Oh man. You're calling an audible right now? Calling an audible. Okay, I'm let's switching, do it. I'm switching four and putting it in, in, in the place of two. Okay. We did a little bit of planning for this episode because good God, it's already such a... Vegetable medley. Yeah. We had to have a little bit of structure. Yeah, we got broccoli. We got carrots. We're already calling I think there's an a carrot medley in the f- vegetable medley. How many kinds of carrots are there? I actually just had a vegetable medley and there were like two kinds of carrots. Really? Yeah. Oh. Anyways. Okay. Anywho. Go ahead. What were you going to say about difficult situations? Um, it is difficult, um, when you go from being very private, very, uh, self-sufficient, independent independent to living in a house. With six other people. Well, you and I, yeah, you and I have been living with each other and no one else for over, no, almost five years. Yeah. And it is definitely an adjustment to sharing a house with six other people. Yeah. One of whom you don't really know very well. Yeah. And then some, who, you know, some people who aren't family too. And it's, yeah, it's a struggle. Um, and I, it's not like, it's not an us versus them. No, 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 really, no, not at all. It's like a... It's like a how do we maintain our good communication and relationship. Yeah, how do we help each other navigate this to when make we sure don't, that we have like, an, to optimize our good time. When we don't have the privacy that we normally have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's something that we've kind of had to work through. I know the first few days were kind of weird and off, at least for me, I felt like they were. Yeah. Um, and then we had to be super intentional about communicating and, you know, if we needed any time to just talk something out, do that because it's hard to fight or have communication in front of a bunch of other people. Yeah. And you don't want to let that stuff ruin your vacation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you spent time saving money and mm-hmm. planning and getting excited just to let like somebody like oh who left the bread out or something stupid like some sort just of like trivial space. sharing space yeah. in general it's having a bunch of roommates when you're not used to that it's weird yeah because i mean guys listen i'm i'm being realistic give me like hit us up on on our uh, social media oh you want me to shout it out i, I should probably shout it, shout it out um our instagram is at let's be realistic pod our Twitter is let's the letter B underscore realistic and our email is let's be realistic pod at gmail.com. So yeah, shout us out. Tell me if it's always the most trivial thing. What? That makes the worst yeah. problem happen. Yeah. Like that something just like, stupid. That's, that's yeah. the that's the thing you explode with. But the straw that but navigating, the camel's back. Yeah, navigating through that and trying to be um, like intentional about knowing that you gotta get over those humps. And let stuff go. Right? Well, like this isn't your permanent living situation. Right. Don't worry about it. I think that is something that happens whenever you're living with other people for an extended amount of time. Yeah. And you're not used to that. Yeah, and knowing, like, and just remembering that at some point in time, you're the person. That made someone else mad? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Like, just knowing that well, I'm sure you we're are... pissing them off just as much oh, yeah. as, the, you yeah. know, Well, and, and not that, and that's not to say that, like, everybody's pissing us no, off. No, 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 not at all. But I'm here with my brother and sister. Like, we're going to butt heads, Oh, I would know? fight with my brother and right, sister exactly. so much if, yeah. yeah. Um, two weeks in a house. I mean, my, if my brother and sister are listening, they're probably like, oh, good God, no, we'll just get it's a long place. time. Yeah, it's a long time to my be My brother's like, I have a camper for that very thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. No. But um, that's something, we just wanted to talk about that because that's something that I don't think comes up a lot. But when it does, you're like, crap. Like, the whole dynamic shifts and you have to be prepared for that. Yeah, you definitely. Like, you, your relationship has to be prepared prepared for that. Or prepared you have to, to like, be, take that on. You have to be ready to communicate about it. Yeah, because, you know, this isn't, like, this isn't the time to like try to change somebody or have like a fundamental debate it's like you and your partner just need to be like having a good time and navigating through that water Mm -hmm. yeah because sometimes it gets a little choppy (laughs) a little choppy speaking of choppy waters man they have a at the at the uh outer banks aquarium um they have a list of shipwrecks off the outer banks oh i didn't even see that i mean it is just like littered but cool thing they do uh when a ship gets wrecked out here mm-hmm. it becomes like a natural habitat and then they protect the shipwrecks because tons of fish and species yeah. live inside of it yeah, that's cool yeah they there was this old ironclad civil war era like battleship that sank and by the time they found it it had become such like a important coral to the or like important to the ecosystem mm-hmm. that they were like we're not going to even try to recover it recover it we're just going to um protect it which is really cool that is cool yeah. I like that. There are so many species here. We saw, we've seen a ton of things alive, but then also obviously at the aquarium. But they're very good about um, having species there that are native to this yes. area, which is cool. Very cool. Yeah. I like that. We're not used to that in Phoenix. <laughs> um, I disagree. Okay. I think, I think f- most like people who truly love Arizona and love, you know, like the Sonoran Desert. Yeah keep an eye out for no wildlife. i mean like you know we, don't, do it. we don't have like we i mean we can't have an aquarium obviously there's no water but we, do we don't have, have a place with all of these species you know what i mean like i feel like the phoenix zoo has species from all over the world it's not a phoenix right. zoo you or know you that's to, what like, i mean yeah you go to cabela's see them all i guess stuff. that's true that sounds much fun not, no not at all okay not the same thing anyway um we should address how we got to north carolina oh so you probably saw that on our social media if you were looking. If not, you didn't. Um, we had a pros and cons list. Flying versus driving. To your destination. Bum, and, bum, bum. and you would think we would ask that question when maybe the commute isn't that much longer than the flight. But we are a little crazy and we drove 35 hours to get here. Yes. Because we wanted to bring our dogs. Google Maps calls for 36 hours, but we were like... So we killed Shh. it. Plus, that included a 40-minute nap. Yeah, a little siesta. But otherwise, we just powered through. You drove, I napped. I drove, you didn't really nap. I did for a, a good amount. No, you don't trust me, but it's okay. I understand. Oh, ouch. No, that's not... That, that, that is not what it is. I just can't fall asleep in a car when I'm not in control. I know. It, that's really the same thing. Be having to need to be in control is the same thing as not trusting me. Let's face it. It's just a lot. Therapy session. Probably. Right now. We should talk about it. <laughs> it's okay. fine. I've accepted it. You're better at staying awake anyway. It's fine. Yes. And I I I got better. I really did. I had um, a guys, I had a severe migraine on the way there. And you I did? just needed to like knock out for like Seriously, I needed to be like turn my brain off for like 35 minutes, which is really hard for me to do. And then I was able to do that going through Oklahoma and then pretty much just hang out for like the next four hours. And it was great. So So shout out to Nicole. She did a great job. Thank you. Um, We drove through Arizona, New Mexico. Hang on. I'll get it. Texas, Oklahoma, 
Alabama. No, 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 no Arkansas. 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 Yep. Tennessee, North Carolina. Uh-huh. Is over 2,400 miles. Yes. Took us 35 hours. Now, the pros to driving that we have found, especially since we took almost like the longest road trip that you can take in the United States, um, is that you can bring anything that you want in the car. Obviously, not illegal stuff, but if you wanted to bring meat that you know is going to be super expensive we did that we bought some like ground beef and steak and stuff yeah we bought a um a beef tenderloin which we cut up and made into yeah mm-hmm. into some delicious steaks um and then bought a ton of ground beef you can bring any amount of liquid that you'd like because yeah. you don't have to worry about going through security at the tsa yeah we we didn't think that there was going to be like a huge selection of mezcal in the outer banks so we brought our own Smoked tequila. It's my favorite. Smoked tequila. Um, We were able to pack how we wanted, pack as much as we wanted because we didn't have to worry about weight limits or checking bags. We were able to take some stuff for my family that they didn't want to fly. I was able to take a canopy. Oh, yeah, for the beach, which has been clutch, by the way. Golf clubs, stuff like that. We, yeah, you can pack anything you want. You're in control of the situation. I yes. mean, no you're TSA. assuming that nothing goes wrong with your vehicle, but you're not at the mercy of the airlines for flight delays, canceled flights, things like that. So that was super nice. Yeah, the the 36 hours nonstop in a vehicle, it, it just like it's not great. is a little stressful um, uh-huh. for me, knowing that like, you know, that's asking a lot of a vehicle Sure. to just to just. Well, we go. rented a car. We wouldn't yeah, have done that with our own vehicle. Rent. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we had to go through two mountain passes, mm-hmm. which gorgeous though. Yeah. Smoky mountains, man. Yeah. So pretty. Well, but I mean, the, we had to go through the Rocky mountains and then the Appalachian mountains. Yeah. So that's, I think it's Appalachian. Whatever. Um, I learned that from my favorite murder podcast. Um, yeah, but the, I mean, there are tons of pros to driving. Yeah. We could bring our dogs. Which was the main reason why we did that, yes. because we would not have wanted to spend a day and a half in the car if we weren't bringing our dogs. Right. But we wanted them to see the beach. And they and, love it. And they love it. It has so been much. so cute. Really, the only con about driving is time and Definitely. then, I guess, gas. Money. I think really, no, well, because that's a, gas is a wash. You you already need a rental car when you're here, right. so that's a wash. But um, it, I think it's just time. Because just time. it'll be three full days that we spent in the car, Yeah, uh, which is I'm I'm okay with. To me, it's it's a that's a sacrifice worth, worth making now, for the dogs. If we yeah. were going to be here for a week, not worth it. Not worth it. No, because then you're spending half of that time in the yes. car. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but we're here for two weeks, two full yeah. weeks. And then just a quick thing is that we were um, able to bring a firearm because, sure. um, you know, we were driving and you can, and now granted um, because of the federal firearms transportation act, you are totally allowed to fly with a firearm you have to you go have through to certain pack it. yeah you have to go through certain protocol you you know you let the tsa know but um you can't take it in your carry-on or keep it yeah you can't obviously yeah, it's got to be it. locked yeah. up and it's got to be yep. in your checked bag yep. but we have we just got our concealed carry permits and so all the states that we drove through those permits have reciprocity so yes. you, were, you didn't have to worry about bringing your gun right yeah well and and then not only do i not have to worry about bringing my gun i don't have to f- the other laws make it so where you have to like have things separated and locked and mm-hmm. um, this allowed us to keep it accessible y- yep keep it needed. accessible so yeah so that was cool honestly the drive wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be i think in my head it sounded like the worst thing ever but it really wasn't bad and you and i like to talk obviously we wouldn't have a podcast so it's nice to just <laughs> have time to hang out and talk about stuff i yep. mean we get tired and slap happy and then like mad but <laughs> it was pretty good yeah, I think it was a pretty good time. Yeah. So now we have to do it again, and then there is no beach at the end. There's just desert at the end. So I think that drive's going to be a little harder. 
I'll be excited to be home. Yeah, but we do like being home. That's yeah, true. Start a new job. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think we should do an episode about job changes and everything. That yeah, goes let us with know that. what you think. Let us know. Okay, so recently, Nicole and I have had some uh, very fortunate job turnover, but they uh, several of them had really awkward situations. And if you guys are going through that, please let us know. We would love to talk about that. Um, really, any awkward situation. Or topics that you would like us to talk about, we are down for. We let me shout us out. I'll ask questions on social media too. But um, let us know if there are topics you'd like us to talk about. But I think we will eventually do an episode about just like job changes, how to put in notice, how to look for jobs, how to negotiate um, salary and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and what you can expect to feel during that time. And and that it's okay, and that you're not obligated for certain situations. Yeah, I think that'll be a good thing. To yeah, talk about. Anyway, absolutely. Back on track. Back on track. So we drove, and our dogs freaking love the beach. They're living their best lives. Oh, they truly are. They love it so much. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a very rewarding thing. Yes. And that said, the fact that our dogs are trained makes a world of difference. Seriously, it makes such a huge difference. Because our dogs want to be with us the whole time. That we're on the beach, that we're in the house. No matter where we are, they want to be with us. And I don't want to lock them in the house when we go to the beach. So you brought a canopy for shade for them. We are able to put them in a downstay in the canopy, and we can all go into the ocean, and I know that our dogs are going to stay there, and they're not going to run away. There are people walking by. There are dogs walking by, and our dogs are going to stay where we put them, and it is glorious. Okay. It's the best thing. What? Right. What? Time out. Time out. Okay. So th- if you bring your dogs to the beach, just I just want to I I let you in on the tale of Greta's first experience with the beach. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Explicit, explicit content, explicit language warning, please. You're going to use language? All right, I'm going to use see. a little language. All right, buckle up. So bring Greta to the beach. She loves the sand. She's playing ball, having a great time. Oh my gosh, so much fun. But like the waves, she would like nip at the water. She's you know, trying a little to bit. attack the Yeah, waves. she would attack the water and it's just the sand. She's never seen it before. She and like, know. you know, we, we had all these like bags. We knew they were going to poop on the beach, whatever. We're going to pick it up. Be respectful. <laughs> So, like, probably after, like, what, 40 minutes of Greta playing at the beach? Yeah. She literally, I mean, shat like a garden hose. Like a <laughs> of water, straight water. Just straight just salt water, water. Cut through her like a like a warm butter and a knife. Yeah. It was like, it was literally. No, it was bad. She, like, there I, was I, no I just, poop like, in it. It was no, just No, I just looked over at her and then her, like, tail went up and it was just like <laughs> somebody just turned on a garden hose. It was almost as oh. if somebody was holding a garden hose behind Next her. Next to her, yeah. And then, like, it just... It was so bad. Poor oh, thing. Bad. And then we had to teach her not to eat the waves. Yes. We didn't know. We didn't yeah. know. How do you had think of little, that? Some stern corrections when she goes to nip at the water. Well, you know, I thought about, I'm like, wow, she's drinking a lot of that. Like, I hope she's okay. But I didn't think, A, I didn't think it would go through her that fast. That, like, oh, while we were still out on the beach. right through her. She basically got a saltwater enema. No, that's exactly yeah. what happened. Like an Epsom salt yep. bath for like her. Like, if she needed a colonoscopy, got... that would have been the perfect time to do it. Uh, but anyway, watch watch that. Don't let your dogs drink salt then, water, apparently. And then, playing so much ball, eating, like, consuming sand from playing ball. <laughs> yeah. Like, every once in a while, she'll just poop. And it's like somebody, like, <laughs> some sandcastle-making expert was like, let me take this Greta turd and make an exact replica of it <laughs> out, out of sand. sand. No, it's, it's, it's like pure sand poop. Pure sand. No poop. But I, but I mean, I guess, of, yeah, I guess she's passing it, so I guess we're fine. Yeah. Anyway, that said, she's having a great time. She plays fetch all day long. All freaking day long. But she's trained. She does not wander off to people. She listens to our commands and she stays where we put her. And it is a beautiful thing because we've run into several people on the beach whose dogs like 
bombard ours and it's so stressful and i know that our dogs being trained gives me such a peace that they don't have yeah we're not trying to be rude i just don't know anything about your dog and i don't right, want, and I don't right, want right, your right. dog to bite my dog and and on the flip side you, you don't got, know my dog you got to exercise some personal responsibility yeah you don't know my dog right what if my dog bites your dog you don't right. want that you're gonna be upset like we had a couple they're like oh your dog's so well behaved and we were like, we're like yeah, yeah and we man. just did some training and they're like oh we don't want to train our dog because it's too cute and i was like sorry what i'm sorry what does that what does that mean I'm sorry who are you because because if your dog's cute, that means people are going to be more inclined to come up and pet your dog and be in its face. And if it's not trained and it bites somebody, that's not okay. I'm Okay, I don't want to get too uppity, but I just want to take this opportunity to say that any dog, any breed of dog can be trained. And dogs are so much smarter than we think or know because they're not using any of their potential. Yes. We'll do a dog training episode eventually. Extensive. We'll have our dog trainer on. It'll be amazing. I don't want it to be too alienating because I know a lot of listeners don't have dogs or don't care, but hopefully it'll be super educational and you'll still enjoy it. Yes. And I mean, just the the bond that we have with Greta now. Oh, I'll never get another dog and not put it through that same training. It's just, it's, it's amazing. It Um, is amazing. I would like to take this time. Uh Uh-oh. A grievance? No. Okay. No, I actually, um, I don't know if I have. A stir, a strong grievance. Okay. I don't feel as strong about the... The driving thing? Yeah. We, passing through Oklahoma, they have signs posted that say you can't impede the left lane. So the left lane's only for passing, and if you're slower traffic, you need to stay to the right. And it was the most wonderful thing. We need that in Arizona, because people who camp out in the left lane going below the speed limit make me want to kill people. Yeah. And Oklahoma just was a breath of fresh air. Anyway, continue. I wouldn't take this moment. To let you, uh, to invite you to subscribe or oh! to share it or share our podcast. We always Less forget. Realistic podcast. Follows and subscribes totally help us a ton. Reviews help us. Downloads help us. I always forget to ask for that. But we so appreciate you guys listening. Yes. Truly. It's also the best. What? We had the oh my quite, gosh. man, it was possibly the nicest review ever. Review. And I don't even know who it is. So it wasn't even like a family member went on there and was trying to beef up our review scores, you know? It was... Um, Not that anybody would do that. I'm all for it, though, if you feel so inclined. Um, the username of this person was A-T-H-A-N. Yes. And it was just the most kind review, and I appreciated yeah. it so much. Wonder- so thank you Maybe, for your reviews. Yeah, perhaps you're from the South, where oh. everybody says kind and genuine things. It would not be surprising. Not at all. Okay. What else? what else do we need to talk about? We need to talk about um, a couple things from our last episode that we didn't touch on um, that are applicable to Us vacationing. Us being on vacation, yeah. Okay. And just like um, an annotation to... The budgeting? The budgeting. Okay. Um, I know that I wanted to talk about... We And we didn't. We meant to, but we didn't. And yeah. um, we really did, everybody who listened to our budget, budgeting episode... Uh, at, it, a uh, 90, 94 Jeep Wrangler with a, with <laughs> oh, a title lane, payday yeah. loan. Um, listen, this is where we really wanted to go. We totally did. We totally messed it up, but we wanted to well, talk about being generous. The problem is that we always record two because the first one sucks. And we talked about it in the first one. Yep. And then the second one we forgot. So, yes, being generous is one of the goals of our budget. And we totally glossed over talking about it wasn't very generous of us (laughs) no so because every dollar has a place to go 
and we have implemented, you know, a pretty strict budget, we've been able to allocate funds every month to what we call like a blessing category. Um, And so every month we set aside a certain amount of money that we will spend on somebody else. Um, There's no expectations. There's no strings attached. It's, I mean, for lack of a better term, it's a donation, but it could be taking friends out to dinner. It could be taking family out to dinner. If someone is hurting for money, we can use that category for them. And that's been something that is one of the most exciting things for me about our budget, I think, because we, we strive to be generous people. It's hard. We're selfish. Um, but having a category set aside every month for that makes it so easy to do and it doesn't hurt us at all. Also being generous is like, I think one of the, one of the things that is totally okay to fake. Absolutely. Because you know what? Who gives a damn? It doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. Yeah. If you're like, I'm helping other people out, but I'm only doing it to make myself feel better or just because I think that's what society wants. It's like, great. Well, in the end, a bunch of people still got helped out. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. So that's like. That's a category on top of our tithe to our church every month. That's just like, hey, spend this on whatever you want, but it's got to be on somebody else. It can't right. be on yourself. And that's something that we were able to bring along on this vacation, too. We took um, the whole household out. Um, we went to that cool bar and restaurant on the pier, and we were able to treat everybody to dinner and drinks and stuff. And then we took my parents out last night. And it's just because we've set money aside for this kind of stuff. And yeah. it's really awesome. And not... Not to say that those were... I don't think that we use blessing money to do that. We use budgeted money. Right, right. But... But um, we are able to be more generous because we know that our money is solid. We know where we're at. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's been awesome. Right, and that's not like... That's not because we make money hand over fist. It's not because we're rich. It's not because we're great people. It's because we know we suck. And if we have the money to help somebody else out, we're trying to be intentional about that. Also... What? We like to vacation pretty hard. Oh my gosh, we do. But we We probably we do, do it once every like We don't two vacation years, hard all the time. No, but we like to do it right. And so my thing, I think I'm more this way than you are. I like to vacation and not think about money. So that means that all the prep and budgeting for the vacation has to happen beforehand. So we save up for where we want to go. We take everything into account, gas, food, souvenirs. Um, anything else involved with travel and then whatever we think we're going to want to buy while we're on vacation. Um, We save all that money, set it aside. And then when we're here, we don't have to worry about it because I want to be able to buy what I want. I want to get coffee. I want to go out and get local food. I want souvenirs. I know I want to see the sights and everything and not worry about where that money's coming from. Right. Agreed. And it makes the trip so much more enjoyable. Yeah. So much less stressful. Yeah. You can, you can tailor make that. I mean, we could, we could still have a ton of fun and probably spend half of course um you know it's just trying to evaluate what what works for you and what Mm -hmm. is like what do you find valuable well and if you and i were not in a financially savvy place or if we didn't have the funds to take a vacation like this we wouldn't no or we would do something on a much smaller scale right but because we've been able to save and we know like we've known about this vacation for a long time so we've been able to save for a long time and be prepared now we don't have to worry about it right and it's really uh, freeing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's the best. So budgeting for the win there, budgeting yeah, for, for vacationing real. is the best. Um, and now we just buy what we want. And it's so amazing. It's like we're rich, but we're not rich. Also, it is it is like selfishly a lot of fun to, to like be responsible for a good time. Because we yeah. had a really good time at the pier. And it was like, well, hey, we like we, we kind of initiated. Yeah. Like, hey, let's just. Let's, let's just go. go to the pier. I'm Don't like, worry about it. Order what you want. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it was it's like, it's fun. I mean, I, I had like a 
one of the best times good time with everybody yeah it was a lot of fun yeah and just knowing that like maybe they wouldn't have elected to do something like that because they don't want to spend money just being like don't worry about it yeah we got you we had a good time yeah that was a lot of fun yeah so definitely advocating again for budgeting and being generous which is one of our yeah goals for sure and we're we're constantly working on that because it's hard you always want to buy stuff for yourself not for other that's people. true yeah i think my thing is just investing in a local economy that's all i want to do just, yeah supporting local businesses yeah. here which there are so many more here one-offs and stuff for like sure. that because these sure. are small towns yeah but that's it's been a lot of fun we've had a great time here yep yeah it's been a ton of fun um we've got what five more days six more days five 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 yeah, sixth day is when we leave, and we have to take that monster drive home. Yeah. And it'll, it'll go from being super green and lush and water-filled like, to the desert yeah, slowly. Yeah, slightly, slightly more desert, desert, <laughs> desert, plains, 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 desert, and uh, then desert. Just... dead. And, of course, when we're gone, Phoenix has the best weather ever. Gosh, that always happens. Pretty typical. Well, it's nice here, too, so it's fine. Oh, I forgot to talk about the hermit crabs. I'm such a basic tourist in this island and i purchased hermit crabs because i love them i had them when i was really little and they're so cute and fun and they sell them in all the souvenir stores here so i bought two hermit crabs and patrick named them wilbur and orville like the wright brothers because we're right near kitty hawk where the first flight was and there were two of them it seemed so fitting but then what happened babe well (laughs) after like two days I noticed that Wilbur was already kind of lethargic and he wasn't coming out of his shell anymore. And so I did some research. My sister did some research, shout out Miranda. Um, and she found that sometimes they get that way if they're going to molt or like, you, you know, like or if they're sick. No, for sure. If they're sick. Yeah. Mol- um, for those who don't know, when crabs molt, it's, um, it's when they like shed their outer shell and then they expand and then they, they harden. Grow, basically, yeah. 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 Um so they have to come out of their weird like either painted or like seashell right. in order to do that. But um you can put your sick or about to molt crab in isolation and then hopefully they get better. So I I hopefully. made I made a little container full of sand for Wilbur and I put him in there with food and water and some shells to change into hope for the best. We put him in a dark spot hoping he's molting because that's what the research that's what the google said to do and then (laughs) the next morning i looked at him and one of his legs had just fallen off and it was like an inch away from the rest of his body but i don't think he was dead yet he wasn't no i picked him up (gasps) i picked him up and of course one of the legs just stayed right on the sand right the one that was already uh did it come off like a projectile like a missile how did it come off of there nothing happened (sighs) Anyway. Um, so I picked him up and he just kind of like, so when you pick them up normally, they're like tight in their shells. Yeah. They hold on to it. And then when I picked him up by the shell, it just kind of shifted a little bit and he but was kind of like halfway out, but you could like, but he wasn't all the way down. Yeah. I don't right. think so. But then later that night he I was, just picked up the shell and he just plopped right out like a slug shrimp thing and I just tossed it. Oh my him. gosh. If you guys have never seen hermit crabs, first of all, or I posted a picture of one of my other crabs. I'll get it's to like that. It's like a nightmare. Um, but if you haven't ever seen a hermit crab outside of its shell, you need to Google it. It is horrifying. It is seriously, they're so disturbing. But my sweet husband handled that, the disposal of the body for me so I didn't have to. And I'm just sorry. But I also forgot to mention that like, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of similar to the actual Wright Brothers. 
like right after all the commotion of the first flight, I would say probably 12 years later, you know, they're still working on like developing new new technology. And then all of a sudden, Wilbur, I think, just gets an pneumonia and dies. Um, <laughs> pretty young, right? Yeah, pretty young. And so then, basically you jinxed him. Right. And then Orville lived well in... Well, Orville his, is like, still... I think he was like 80s or 90s. Well, he's still kicking. So yeah. that's pretty, pretty true to that story. Um, so then I got two more hermit crabs because I'm crazy. Marcel and... Well, one, Marcel is like the same kind of shell as Marcel the Shell. If you haven't seen Marcel the Shell... Please do. You're missing out. He slash she, we're not sure, is a treat. But I posted a picture of Marcel because, um, he's cute and he looks just like him. And then the other crab I named Alabaster because I think it's a nice name. But anyway, just wanted to share that with you guys because I think they're adorable. And the Wilbur story was kind of disturbing. Yes. Um, so, I'll keep you posted about how those crabs do on the country-long road trip. Okay, I think that's all the stuff we wanted to cover. Sorry that this one was a little all over the place. It was very um, all over the place. It's just because we're on vacation, but we'll get back to being a little more prepared and structured um, when we get back home. Yeah, a little shorter. A little shorter. Keep Some it free. Some fun stuff. If you were, uh, hopefully it's fun. <laughs> yeah, if you were thinking about vacationing on the East Coast, but you do weren't it. sure do where, it. we just, I think we just laid it out for you. Outer Banks, where it's at, man. Oh OBX. Gosh. It's the best. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. As always, we appreciate you immensely. Yes, um, very much so. Hop on our social media and shout us out. Let us know if there are topics you'd like us to cover or if there are awkward situations you'd like us to talk through. We love that crap. Yes, um, we really do. That said, social media, um, Instagram is let's be realistic pod. Twitter is at let's the letter B underscore realistic. And our email is let's be realistic pod at gmail.com. Go ahead and click that subscribe button. Yeah, please follow us. We need it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Love you.